Die Demokratie wird angegriffen. Derzeit ist unklar, ob es den andauernden autoritären Angriff überstehen wird. You're in the first week of the new year, 2020. Some consider it the beginning of a new decade. And it seems like what's going to happen this year is more consequential than a lot of other years. I feel like democracy is in the balance. Been a lot of authoritarianism, I'm gonna but it has been on the rise around the globe. Technology is changing the way people get information, and misinformation is frequently favored over truthful information simply because it's more popular or being promoted by groups that hope to foment division. call into question what is truth. Remember what Masha Gessen said about Putin's technique is to destroy truth and rule by spectacle. In an article in the Tampa Bay Times from January 10th of this year regarding Facebook, on Thursday Facebook reaffirmed that when it comes to presidential election ads, they won't ban them, they won't fact check them, and they won't limit how they can be targeted to specific groups. Their stance stands in contrast to its rivals, to what its rivals are doing. Google has decided to limit targeting of political ads, while Twitter is banning them outright. Social media companies have been trying to tackle misinformation since it was learned that the Russians had bankrolled thousands of fake political ads during the 2016 elections to sow discord among America. Discord among America. that we are in, where the majority of people get their information from Facebook or Google, which are advertising entities, not information or journalistic organizations. And they have an interest in keeping you engaged by any means necessary so that they can sell your attention to advertisers. Truth or falsity doesn't really play a, much of a role in their equation. As long as they can keep your eyes and attention focused on their data screen. And I'm having a terrible time finishing this podcast. I'm still focusing on impeachment. Trying to get those edits done. And in the meantime, the resident of the White House is killing Iranian leaders and they're shooting down whether purposefully or not they're shooting down airliners which coincidentally enough happen to be Ukrainian in origin so the president's killing Iranians and in response Iranians 
are shooting down Ukrainian airplanes in Iran. It does really look like it was probably a mistake. You know, I think <clears throat> much as we love our technology, once you turn on the anti-aircraft machinery, it's apparently fairly accurate in its targeting, but not completely accurate in its identifying of hostile aircraft and hit a commercial airplane and killed 178 or nine people, the majority of whom, or the plurality, I should say, of whom were Iranians and a bunch of unfortunate Canadians, probably a few Americans. And yeah, I blame Trump the same way. I blame the guy that starts shooting out of his window at passers-by more than the person that tried to defend himself by firing back who wounds or kills a bystander. Intent matters. Couldn't get to my record as fast as I wanted to, but you heard them. Huge, fast. Right side by side. And we are at the Central Command down in McDill Air Force Base. And Central means middle means Middle East, means Iran. Now that was one of the things that complimented Trump on one of the few things that he did, at least originally, seem to be trying to stay out of wars. I got this from the BuzzFeed January 10th article, this is the headline. The most popular Facebook content about Iran right now isn't just pro-Trump, it was posted by him. And now I'm going to read just a little bit more from the article on BuzzFeed by Ryan Broderick from January 10th, 2020. Be aware we are experiencing a stunning volume of troll and disinformation activity on Twitter. Florida Republican Marco Rubio tweeted Tuesday night as Iran fired a dozen ballistic missiles at two military bases in Iraq that houses U.S. troops. 
We are witnessing a coordinated international warfare regarding hashtag Iran attacks spreading false information designed to create confusion and division. Wait a minute. Who's doing that, though? The president? Or the Iranians? definitely see truth is on the run just watching those impeachment hearings or listening to the impeachment hearings. I can't tell whether it's a battle between truth and falsehood and the falsehood is because the people don't really understand what's going on or truth and just because we're being intentionally misled or truth and just obfuscation where people just it doesn't matter it's not about truth at all. It's just about destroying the concept of there being a truth, a reality. Tell the truth. The truth. It, is, it isn't truth. Truth isn't truth. He didn't have the truth. Well, that's so silly because it's somebody's version of the truth. He didn't have of the truth. <laughs> This is a quote from Bob Garfield from On The Media from November 21st, 2019, from Twitter. It's hard to conceal the truth indefinitely, and sure enough, the truth has emerged. But the truth doesn't matter to those determined to cling to a lie. There is no amount of evidence that will penetrate the depravity. Depravity is defined as a corrupt act or practice, according to Merriam-Webster. People have come up with multiple ways of working around uncomfortable truths over the centuries and millennia. And the Republicans uh, side of the impeachment hearings in the House, we saw many different styles on display. It stood out was uh, Jim Jordan with his hyperspeed delivery of a counter-narrative. Let's get a little taste here. Ambassador Taylor recalls that Mr. Morrison told Ambassador Taylor that I told Mr. Morrison that I conveyed this message to Mr. Yarmack on September 1st, 2019 in connection with Vice President Pence's visit to Warsaw. They forget the fact that two guys on the call President like Trump and President Zelensky have said the reading hypnotism even though aid was held at the time of the call and they forget the in fact this case, nothing that he's saying is anything new. It had already been repeated over and over again. It's almost it's like the textbook example of the big lie theory in action. And in this case, the narrative been repeated so many times that he's just going to reinforce by saying it really, really fast, drilling it into the minds of the listeners. 
through sheer repetition, just like those endless repeats of television and radio commercials, you know, the ones that the advertisers claim don't affect us. <laughs> Also was this Doug Collins guy who took a more cerebral approach to distracting people, but it was still a destruction of truth. I find there was nothing I've said this before. There's nothing wrong with the call, and then when you look at it, and again, I'm frankly the last <laughs> the last 15 minutes of this great oratory on a lot of things that mean nothing to this actual impeachment. I mean, we get down to the bottom line here. And, and, and I'll just leave it at that. Let him answer that question. I'll get back to it later because everything that's been thrown out here is exactly what the problem we've had in, in the discussion. And this idea of throwing law in fact, we've disproven the facts. We've talked about the law. Law and broken. They didn't put it in the, the Constitution. So I'm not, I can yell on both of them. I can talk about both of them. The problem we have here is, is this is the very problem we have. And see, he can just go on like that and did and does. But I can boil it all down for you. I actually edited it his presentation there and simplified it as uh, seems to be necessary in order to make any headway in the uh, uh, mainstream media environment. The facts mean nothing to this actual impeachment. But we can simplify it even further if you like. The facts mean nothing. The facts mean nothing. The facts mean nothing. I found Representative Collins quite fascinating because he's an apparently an intelligent man, but he's having difficulty when he's confronted with concrete facts that are detrimental to his party and his president. And he will resort to any method, including odd temporal references in order to not make a point. I tell you, there is no, there is no point made. It is pure obfuscation. Quasi-poetic obfuscation. To the clock in the calendar, facts don't matter. The clock and the calendar are terrible masters. Not a fact. The prize. The clock in the calendar. Clock in the calendar will surprise. It is in the I've heard some perfectly reasonable people say, well, why don't we wait till the election and let the people decide whether Trump should stay in office or not? And I have to point out that if you if you read the Mueller report, even the executive summaries, it's very clear that the Russians interfered with our election, and it certainly looks like the Trump administration, or at least the Trump campaign team, were interacting pretty regularly, over a hundred times with the Russians. So that calls into question. Uh, the validity of the results of the last election. Then add to it the fact that he was impeached for trying to get the Ukrainian president to interfere in an upcoming election, and it seems almost that it was inevitable that he, he being the current resident of the White House, Donald J. Trump, had to be impeached. I don't think Nancy Pelosi wanted to impeach him. I know she resisted for quite some time, but some of this stuff was getting too blatant.
At least that's the way it appears to me. So I said it just now. Following publication of the Mueller report, the spectacular finale of a three-year-long operation convinces the American people that President Trump is a corrupt partisan Russian agent. Russia. Russia. President Trump shook hands with the Russians. That happened. The president turning his back on Ukraine. What happened? Ukraine invaded Georgia. That happened. Should the teach him a lesson? Senator Schumer said, and I quote, fight battles. That happened. We thought it was a, uh, a prediction. It was a promise, and now it's playing out. It's exactly what's being done here. And for those that say we don't address the defenses of fact, here you go. It's a matter of actual fact. I will fight the facts all day long. It's a matter of actual fact. I will fight the facts all day long. It's a matter of actual facts. I will fight all facts. Fight Ukraine. In you said this was about oh this terrible Russia collusion. That happened. What a monument. That happened. It's a morphous term. That happened. It's about extortion. That happened. Well, Russia collusion. That happened. What a monument. That happened. It's a morphous term. That happened. It's about extortion. That happened. Well, Russia collusion. That happened. That happened. Extortion. That happened. To impeach this president. President on Ukraine. On Ukraine. But let's that fell through. But let's be honest. This president fell. Oh, this president. Through Russia. What happened? Ukraine. Russia. What happened? Russia. We're okay. Russia happened. The president, a travesty. You invaded Russia. Teach him a lesson. We're in big trouble right now, and this country's end is now inside. I hope. No, no, no. December 9th, 2018. And I don't have his name or name. Jeff, Newport Richie. In Newport Richie, Jeff, thanks for calling in. What would you like to say? Hey, Rob. First of all, uh, it's funny to hear the people who want to abolish the Second Amendment and the Electoral College say they're impeaching the president with no evidence to protect the Constitution. But what I really called about was that guy who brought up Benghazi. Hillary Clinton didn't testify 39 times. She said, I don't remember. She admitted her mind is a sieve. That wasn't testimony. That was blocking. You're saying that she didn't say anything during that 12 hours? You're saying she said nothing during that 12 hours? She said a lot. She said, I fail to recall. I do not remember, and I have no recollection. 39 times. The 12-hour testimony was a lot more in-depth than that. Well, you know, there's a lot of it. You, you can say, you can say I don't recall 39 times in about two minutes. So what, what did you say for the other uh, 11 hours and, and 58 minutes? This is the part where you off. No, this is the part where I ask a question. Yeah. <laughs> You're an idiot. You want to answer the question? All right. Uh, thank you, uh, Jeff in Port Richie. And- no, unfortunately, Rob, it was Jeff.
from Newport, Richard. Great fourth word. But isn't truth? Truth isn't truth. He didn't have the truth. Well, that's so silly because it's somebody's version of the truth. Great. It's somebody's version of the truth. Fourth word. He didn't have the truth. <laughs> Silly.